0: Let's pray together. Lord, well, we do thank you um, for this time. We thank you for your word, the way it inspires and challenges and transforms. We come before it now with humility and ask that you would use it uh, to form us and shape us more and more into the image of your son, Jesus Christ, by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, well, for those of you who are just joining us today, just so you know, we're going through this, the the Psalms of Ascent together, and that's what we sang earlier. Naomi uh, uh, actually wrote that song, sort of compiling lines from all the different Psalms of Ascent, and it's so lovely to be able to sing that together. And today we're at Psalm 125 as we continue our journey um, through these Psalms. And one of the things I learned uh, this week, as I was um, you know just thinking about the psalm or preparing for today, was that. Um, Some scholars believe that the very last line of Psalm 125, the line that says, peace be upon Israel, that that was a late addition to the psalm, that it wasn't part of the original composition, but it was added at a later date. And if that's the case, what I want to suggest is that it was added because the people of God had been singing this psalm for so long, generation after generation, as they were making their way up to Jerusalem, festival after festival, year after year, on pilgrimage together, And instinctively, they understood that the theme of this psalm is peace. Peace be upon Israel. Peace be upon the people of of God. Peace be upon all who trust in the Lord their God. I think peace is the theme of this psalm. And peace, according to this psalm, according to Psalm 125, is the result of where one places their trust. Who and what we place our trust in determines whether or not we have peace in this life according to Psalm 125 and when I say peace I'm not thinking uh, necessarily of the absence of war or strife or violence things like that I mean peace in that sort of deep inner sense of peace of Jesus sleeping on the boat in the middle of the storm the peace that surpasses all understanding as Paul said in Philippians 2 or the very peace that enabled Paul to write a letter like Ephesians while he was sitting in a jail cell that kind of peace That deep sense of inner peace that only comes from the Lord our God. That's what I think is the theme of this psalm. And Psalm 125 says that that peace is determined, as I said, by who or what we place our trust in. Verse 1 says this. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. I love that line. It's telling us that those who trust in the Lord are grounded. They're solid. They're steady. They're secure. They're rooted. They're firmly established. There's solidity to their life. That's the image that we get from, Psalm, uh, from verse one. Like a mountain that cannot be moved, so too are those who trust in the Lord their God. Peterson, as I said we're before, we're going through um, Peterson's book, Along Obedience in the Same Direction. And in his chapter on this psalm he says the emphasis of psalm 125 is not on the precariousness of the christian life but on its solidity living as a christian is not walking a tightrope without a safety net high above a breathless crowd he says it's sitting secure in a fortress is the image that he gives us the students are back you don't mind turning up thank you uh this is what i want to suggest psalm 125 is all about it's telling us that no matter what we face in this life and no matter what we have to endure we're secure in god we're safe in him we're standing on solid ground the ground underneath our feet will not give way is the promise that it's declaring to us we don't have to live in in a constant state of fear or anxiety that everything is going to fall apart we can be confident That we have safety and security in the Lord, our God, which is the ultimate source of our peace, is it not? That the ultimate source of our peace comes from the fact that we are grounded and solid in him, that we can have confidence in who he is. That's the ultimate source of our peace. Verse 2 switches the metaphor slightly, and it says that as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. So God is both the ground upon which we stand that firm foundation for our lives, and he's the hedge of protection that surrounds us. The image that I had this week as I was thinking about this was Elisha in uh, 2 Kings 6, you know, surrounded by the angel armies. Nobody else could see it, but they were there. This is the image that we get here. God surrounds and protects his people like the mountains that surround and protect Jerusalem. Now, Psalm 125 is not suggesting that we will not or never will face any challenges in this life, that we won't face any adversity or anything like that. Verse three specifically says, for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. So there's this clear recognition that there are evils around us. There is wickedness in the world around us. There are dangers that surround the people of God. They exist. They can affect us so psalm 125 is not denying that reality it's not denying the reality of evil but it's promising that no matter what we face no matter what is going on in the world around us we can still have ultimate protection and safety in the lord our god that's the the promise of psalm 125 those who place their trust in him have that security that confidence that solidity their life doesn't mean that nothing bad will happen we still have to deal with sickness and and death, and disease, and job loss, all these other things. You still have to deal with natural disasters and political instability. I was thinking while I was on vacation about Shirley and her family in Haiti. Thinking about, of course, everything that's going on in Afghanistan right now, violence, war. All of these are part of living in a broken and fallen world where we fight not against flesh and blood, Ephesians 6 says, but against the powers and the principalities and the rulers of darkness and the schemes of the evil one. These are realities of the world that we live in, but even in the midst of all that, even in the midst of all of life's storms, we can still have peace. Psalm 125 promises us, and we can still rest in the boat with Jesus. That's the promise of Psalm 125, and we can do that specifically because we know that ultimately, those who trust in the Lord will not be moved. The ground under their feet is stable and secure. Those who trust in the Lord are protected by the Lord their God, like the mountains that surround and protect Jerusalem. We know this. We have confidence in this, especially because of in and through Jesus, what he has done that death has been defeated, the enemy has been conquered, the powers and principalities have ultimately been brought to their knees. That in and through Jesus, we can have this kind of confidence. We might still endure some challenges in this life. That's a guarantee. But even in the midst of that, we could still have peace that surpasses all understanding that comes from Jesus. That's the promise of Psalm 125. The counter image that we get in in Psalm 125 is verse five. And it says this, but those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Those who turn away from the Lord and trust in other people or other things will be led away. The Psalm says they'll be swept away by the challenges that they face in this life. They have no firm foundation upon which they can stand. One scholar translates verse five in this way. And I thought this really in a, in a powerful way captures the contrast that we get in verse one and verse five, he, t- he, he translates it like this, but those who tottering for their devious ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. So in verse one, we have the people who trust in the Lord, their God, they're firmly established. They cannot be moved. Those who turn away from the Lord, they totter. They can't stand straight. They're, They can't stand upright. There's no firm foundation upon which for them to build their lives. And so it feels like every step is going to be a demise. You're just waiting for the waves to crash over the boat. And when we feel like that, of course, we feel anxious when we're tottering. When the ground doesn't feel secure, we feel anxious, we feel scared, we feel worried, we feel fearful. We have no sense of peace. I think all of us can attest to that. That sense of being in the boat and just waiting for the waves to crash over, and I'm done for. All of us, I think, can attest to that. There's just no sense of peace. And that's what Psalm 125 is ultimately telling us. Those who place their trust in the Lord will experience peace. Even in the midst of all the challenges that we face, we can still experience that deep sense of inner peace. Those who place their trust elsewhere will totter. There's no firm foundation upon which they can stand. And eventually their lives feel like they're just swept away. Now, I think the biggest challenge for us, if we're going to be honest, is that we actually experience both of those, don't we? Like sometimes simultaneously, it's not just one or the other. Those who trust in the Lord always experience peace. Those who don't trust the Lord always experience that sense of tottering. Even us, at least for myself, I could speak even us who place their trust in the lord sometimes it feels like the foundation under our feet is giving way i feel like i totter from time to time and so i take psalm 125 as this gift to myself that, that tells me what is ultimately real that no matter how i might feel in this life if it feels like things are tottering if it feels like the ground underneath my feet is giving way psalm 125 gives me the confidence i need to know what is actually real that those who trust the Lord cannot be moved. I am ultimately safe and secure in him. He protects me like the mountains that protect Jerusalem. This is the ultimate reality that I press into in those moments when I feel insecure, unsafe. My life is tottering. Psalm 125, I think, is a gift to God's people in those moments. I think the other gift that we see in our passages today is that when we feel that sense of that, that lack of peace, There's another gift that is offered to us, and that is the armor of God that's pictured in Ephesians 6. So when we're feeling that sense of insecurity, this is the invitation of God. Put on the armor of God, he tells us. And what I want you to notice is that Ephesians 6 and Psalm 125 have the same goal in mind. They're both inviting us to stand firm in the Lord. Psalm 125 says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. They're secure and solid. They're able to stand. Ephesians 6 says, be strong in the Lord and, and in the strength of his might. So that's a gift, right? That's not our might, his might. He gifts that to us in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might and put on the whole armor of God. We're being invited to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. Against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, verse 13 says, verse 14 says, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth. And it goes all through the armor of God. That's the invitation of, Psalm, of Ephesians 6, to be able to stand firm in the Lord. Same thing that Psalm 125 invites us into, to stand firm in the Lord. So I just want to say in those moments, if you're like me, if you're not, then great. But if you are like me and you have moments where you do feel like life is tottering a little bit, where there is that sense of insecurity, where the ground does feel like it's a little bit shaky, We not only have Psalm 125 to to stand upon, we also have the armor of God that he invites us to put on, this act of putting on. So I just want you to think about this. Each one, let's just take a moment for each one and just think about it. In those times where my life feels like it's tottering, the invitation is to put on the belt of truth, which is this ability to rest secure in the knowledge that God has conquered the enemy and won the ultimate victory in Jesus Christ. That's the ultimate truth that I need to, to rest assured of in those moments. There are these battles with the principalities and powers we war not against flesh and blood, and in those moments as part of what is making me feel insecure, I need to put on the belt of truth, to you know what is ultimately real that Jesus has won the victory that has already been accomplished. When I'm tottering, when my life feels like it's tottering, I need to put on the breastplate of righteousness and do those good things that God is calling me to do. I might feel insecure. I might not be sure what I'm called to do, but I know that God has given a place of calling on each one of our lives to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love our neighbors as ourselves, to pray for those who persecute us, to love mercy, to do do justice, to walk humbly with our God, do these things put on the breastplate of righteousness and do what God calls us to do in those moments of uncertainty anytime I'm feeling that sense of of tottering and we're invited to put on the shoes of the gospel of peace and work towards reconciliation with all people I think sometimes that 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 sense of insecurity can also be a healthy guilt that Lord places upon us that there are people that we need to make amends with so we need to put on the gospel, uh, the shoes of the gospel of peace and go and work towards reconciliation with those people. When we feel like our lives are, are tottering, the ground is, is getting shaky under our feet. We need to put on or take up the shield of faith, which extinguishes, Scripture says, the flaming darts of the enemy. It protects us from these things that we can't see that are going on that make us feel insecure, unworthy maybe, whatever the case may be. Take up the shield of faith. This is an act that we actually do. That we put on when we're feeling like we're tottering. We put on the helmet of salvation, which I invite you to consider like a crown. That I, This is to whom I belong. I am his and he is mine. I am in Christ Jesus. I am safe and secure in him. I can wear the, the helmet of salvation. He has bought me with a price. Nothing can ultimately threaten me. and I feel like I'm tottering, bless you. We could take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, pierces soul and spirit. It cuts through all the garbage around us and it gives clarity to our lives. We could take that up when we're tottering. It says, pray, pray at all times in the spirit. And what I would invite you to think about is just in those moments, it's learning to be attentive. Like, I don't know what's going on. I can't see my way forward, but I just want to be attentive to God, the Holy Spirit, who is going to lead me. I'm going to trust that the next step will be provided for me, and I'm going to follow you. So God has given us the armor of God to stand firm in him and trust in the Lord our God against all attacks of the enemy. So I think the question, at least for me, that came to mind this week was, Is there a particular area of your life, baby, that you feel like the ground might be a little bit shaky? And if so, what particular element of the armor of God might you need to put on at this particular moment to deal with that thing? God God gives us these as a gift from Him. Stand firm in the strength of His might. What aspect of the armor of God might you need to put on? The name of the Father